This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. EPA has finished its review of glyphosate and a handful of neonics. The agency announced the decisions today. EPA concluded there are no risks of concern to human health when glyphosate is used according to the label. The agency also concluded that glyphosate, which is sold commercially as Roundup, is not likely a carcinogen. However, EPA will require mitigation measures it says will help farmers target sprays to the intended pest and reduce glyphosate resistance in weeds. In a statement, American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duval called the decision a win for sustainable agriculture. He said the science clearly shows glyphosate is both safe and effective. But the Center for Biological Diversity is not convinced of that safety. Lorianne Bird is the Center's Director of Environmental Health. She says the public deserves unbiased answers to the basic questions of glyphosate safety. EPA also issued interim registration decisions for several neonics, but made proposed mitigation measures for blooming crops to limit exposure to bees. There's more on the news in our story on agripulse.com. There's $20 billion on the way to help improve rural broadband. Agripulse's Ben Nolly has more. The Federal Communications Commission is adopting a $20.4 billion rural broadband funding plan despite data coverage maps still being inaccurate. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai says rural Americans need broadband sooner rather than later. There are millions of rural Americans who we know are completely unserved with broadband. There doesn't need to be a map to tell you that. And I, for one, am not willing to wait a long time, yet longer, to, and keep those rural Americans on the wrong side of the digital divide. Well, we think about the digital opportunity data collection that will determine, for purposes of phase two, where the color should be filled in, so to speak, on those maps. The money will be awarded over a 10-year period through a reverse auction in two phases. The first phase will award $16 billion to target areas currently lacking service, of at least 25 megabits per second download and 3 megabits per second upload speeds. The commission's three Republicans voted in favor, while the two Democrats supported the plan with dissent. One of those Democrats was Commissioner Jeffrey Starks. There is bipartisan and nearly universal agreement that our existing broadband deployment data contains fundamental flaws. And yet the order today presses ahead with funding decisions based upon mapping data that does not reflect reality plowing this same mission-critical error into a newer, much larger program. We must do better. The second phase of the program would auction $4.4 billion to target partially served census blocks and areas who did not receive funding in the first phase. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. There's more on the FCC decision in Ben's story on AgriPulse.com. The recent trade war has taught producers a number of things, including the need to diversify where they're sending their crops. Megan Kaiser is the treasurer of the United Soybean Board. She says USB has been thinking about how to best market American soybeans. We kind of had to think about what is U.S. soy, and what U.S. soy really is is the supplier of choice. And so that means that we have to listen more to what our, our customers want from us, and whatever they want, we can grow it. And we can, we can figure out how to do it and be the most sustainable and most efficient in the world. We're very strong in that category. She says after losing demand from China, USB started looking elsewhere. But that's something that will take time to realize. 
our first investment in building a relationship in China. That was farmer investment. And it took something like seven or eight years before they bought a single soybean. And then it became our greatest marketplace. So I don't know that we know yet um, what that will, what our efforts will end up being in, in the magnitude. But I do know that we're working on so many fronts that um, it's very exciting and, and we're, we really are charging forward in, in new directions. She says USB is also looking into industrial uses here at home. Soybean oil can be part of our industrial solutions in a renewable source, in that same biodiesel that when we burn it in those engines and it's released into the air, it's going to be recaptured our next growing season by our soybean plants. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity domestically to build demand for our own products and also um, really speak to folks who aren't on the farm that want to improve their environment. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.